Let's put that genie back in the bottle. Paint with the colors of the wind, bitch. It's time for two finger point. Power daddy. Our shoes are in the pond. Extra magic hours, which we in turn called extra tragic hours. People call him the naked bull rat. Did you really just two finger point? Here are your hosts, Amber and Kylie. Welcome to Two Finger Point. I'm Kylie. I'm Amber. And we're going to do something a little different this week. Uh, Normally we just talk about Disney news and just tangent off into conversation. But we've been wanting to do an episode like this for a while now. And we've gotten in a flow. So we're going to try something different. And we're going to be discussing Disney conspiracy theories and urban legends. (laughs) so i will let amber go ahead and take the first one all right so i feel like if we're going to kick it off with some urban legends and conspiracies we got to go with the most well-known one um which is that why Walt Disney is cryogenically frozen underneath one of the parks at Disney there's a lot of different conspiracy stories it changes depending on kind of where you are I've heard that he that some say he was frozen under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland. And then, you know, the main one is that everyone says he's frozen underneath Cinderella's Castle, which is the one I heard when we were at, at Disney, mostly because we were at Disney World. Um, and working at Magic Kingdom, I actually had some cast members even tell me because we would walk under the park under the Utilidor, they would say he was frozen somewhere in a restricted area there yeah, that no I- one could get to. I remember hearing the castle rumor, too. Uh, Do you believe this? I I don't know if I fully believe it, but it just seems kind of fun to believe. People, like, I was reading articles and that debunked it and said that he was actually cremated. um, And that there's actually, like, a place where they did, like, spread his ashes. And so they actually have a marker for where that was. Um, I want to believe this. I think this is fun. I think it's interesting. They say it was his head, right? So that they can eventually um, bring him back to life and he can, what, keep keep flowing and being top Disney dog with new creative ideas. I don't remember exactly what the other half of the story was. Yeah, I saw, so I always thought it was just him, not specifically just his head. How would that work to just freeze a head and then, what, are you going to sew it onto someone else's body? Well, you know, because isn't there like a whole thing where people are preserving like their brains? They're trying to do that so that people can bank their memories. Like, isn't that like a new AI thing we're trying to do now or something? Oh, I didn't know that. So that it could be kind of related to that. But that would mean he was way ahead of his time because that was like the, what, 60s? Yeah, something like that. Because it was what Disney World opened in 75 and he passed before it opened. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It would it would be interesting to find out that he actually was frozen under there. Um, I think that's why I kind of want to fr- hold on to it, because it's like, if it actually does happen, it's like, see, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> if, he, if you could be maybe frozen or just like cremated or however you want, buried on Disney property, where would you want it to be? Ooh. Uh, I think for me, it would actually be Disneyland's Sleeping Beauty Castle. I 
should have known that. Frozen. I should have known that. <laughs> what about you? Um, probably Haunted Mansion. It's my second favorite ride, and I think that'd be a cool place to be the crypt. That would be cool too. Or even like pirates could be really fun to kind of just be spooky into just to kind of yeah. screw with people. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like Haunted Mansion might be even more relevant. But yeah, I love pirates. Love me some pirates. Oh, you could like show up in the mirror and people would just think you're part of the ride. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That'd be cool. All right. What's our next one? Okay. So this one, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. So no one has ever died at Disneyland, or so that's the rumor. Um, so no one's ever been legally declared dead on Disney property. Um, there have been some cases where people have incidents there, but they're taken off the Disney property um, to wherever, like in an ambulance. And then they're declared dead once they're off Disney property. I've heard this too. Yeah. I know it's not full. I mean, I feel like this one is definitely not fully true because we know of a few incidents specifically. But yeah, I have heard that they do try to make it a point to, you know, if there is an incident, remove that incident before it becomes a death on Disney property. Right. And so I was doing some research and according to Snopes, uh, there have actually been three cases of deaths discovered. Um, there was a case with four deaths involved. And then there was a cast member in 2018 who was killed after being flipped or pinned um, by a cart from a ride. Um, and that was at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Jeez. And then we all remember the little boy who got eaten by the alligator, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember this story. So that was on Disney property, right? Mm -hmm. Or is that technically not because it's in the water? Uh, I mean, they are really <laughs> good with semantics. So, because it was, ooh, was it a resort or was it a um, park they were at? I can't remember. It was a resort. I can't remember I think which they, one. Oh, but, it was. Yeah. I feel like they somehow, because it wasn't actual, like, Disney park property, they probably were like, oh, that wasn't actually at Disney. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> um, but I did, I actually did some research on this, too, and I read about these two brothers um, in 1973, so they both stayed on Tom Sawyer Island after the park closed. Um, oh, my yeah. gosh, I want to do that. <laughs> well... Maybe not, because then afterwards they tried to swim back across the river, like, of the Americas, and the younger brother was on the back of the older brother, and the older brother actually drowned, and they found the younger brother the next day just doggy paddling around in the in the river. Oh, my gosh. So, that's a little bit uh, terrifying. Yeah. Um, why didn't he swim instead of right on his brother's back? Well, because apparently he could, right? Doggy paddling. This is why I feel like this one is kind of not that true. Because it's like, if he could doggy paddle, couldn't he get across yeah, somewhere? just doggy paddle forward. Because what, but I guess how could you get up, right? Because if you, if everything's closed off and you're just stuck in the, in the river, you can't go anywhere. That's you can't true. get up to, uh, well, I don't know, I guess. I don't know what it looks like on the edges. I can't remember. I don't know, though. I think camping out on Tom Sawyer Island could be fun. <laughs> I, that could be, right? 
I mean, the idea, yes, maybe just stay there until the park opens again because they yeah. they were at, they were in an off limit area and they could have just camped out, like you said, and then the next day could have just gone back across, like they were already there Up with on everybody. A ferry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. I've never heard that story before. Yeah, that one was circulating on Reddit when I did some research. There was another one that said um, that some kids during graduation night stole the ferry and got stuck under some kind of emergency paddle boat or whatever, because I don't know, oh. something with that. Yeah, so I don't know if they actually passed away from that one, but that one was in the 80s and this one was in the 70s. So it was like 10 years later. Seeing my dad was being naughty, so I guess it was it was a different time in the seventies at Disney. <laughs> it looks like they learned a lot from those kids because we are on tight leashes now. Yeah, really. <laughs> okay, so you want to take the next one? Sure. Okay, so this one um, is called "The Hanging on Small World," and this one was where the ride came to a sudden stop, and everyone was told to get off. Um, and use emergency exits. And uh, actually some people even had to walk through the water to get off the ride. Um, and from what I remember from this story is they weren't telling everyone what was going on. Um, they they were kind of blocking them in so they couldn't see what was around them. But this one woman actually turned around and looked up and she saw something hanging from the rafters of the ride and she took a picture. Um, and it's a pretty grainy picture from what I remember. Um. I mean, it's pretty clear what you see. Um, it looks like there's a child in a clown costume hanging from the rafters. Oh, maybe I saw a different picture that wasn't as good as this one because I never saw this clown picture. Oh, you didn't? It's pretty uh -uh. terrifying. But I did find when I was looking at, up this for more details, Someone kind of debunked it and said that it was one of the puppets that goes on a zip line, and that's where it's stored, but normally the lights are down, so you can't see it normally. It was the only thing in the photo, though, so there's not like a, there's other animatronics up there. So I don't know. Um, we'll put the picture up on Instagram with our um, episode post so you guys can see and be the judge of it. It's a little interesting. And we know how Disney loves a cover-up, so it's really hard to say, you know? Yeah, and it's kind of weird because it, it clearly is not an adult. Mm -hmm. How would a child get up there Ooh. or think to do that? That's a it, good point, too. It's It's weird. That's a good point. Yeah. How could it, um, unless somehow a kid just got up there and maybe like they got wrapped around something and they just fell. Possibly. That's the only way I could think that that would make sense. Yeah, maybe. And the clown costume's weird too. Yeah. That's so sketchy. Speaking of weird things on rides, um, the Pirates of the Caribbean, there's a lot of history with this one. Um, so Pirates used to have real bones in the ride. Um, they were donated from UCLA, um, from science research. They just gave them to Disney. And those were the bones you saw on the ride. And then once people found out about that, they freaked out. And so Disney replaced them with all fake bones. 
but there are rumors that there's still a skull visible and there are some real bones scattered throughout the ride. Ooh. Uh, it's a little bit creepy, but at the same time, these are people who have donated their their bodies, right? Their bodies to science or to, you know, medical research or whatever. So if they're getting donated and I don't know. I feel like that's okay, right? I guess it almost kind of would add to the eeriness. Maybe they would come in like haunt the ride and make it a little bit spookier. It could be fun. Possibly. What's your morality on this? Do you think it's like a bad moral or you think like, where do you stand on it? Because I'm still kind of teetering. Oh, when you bring up morality, I guess it's kind of like, what does the person want? Yeah. With their body, if they wanted to donate it purely for scientific reasons so that medical findings can be found to help other people, then it's kind of disrespectful. Um but if they thought it was cool, then fine. Um, as far as being a person on the ride, I guess I don't care. They're not in the boat with me. Yeah. So that's not too big of a deal. Yeah. I think my stance is kind of where you are. If As long as we're not disrespecting the actual person and what they wanted, you know, with their actual, their body itself, I think I don't care as much. It's, it's not affecting me per se. Yeah. Yeah, and like, is it, is that skull, like, do they know the name of the person on the skull, or is it just a prop for them, <laughs> how it's being like, treated? Yeah, good point. And maybe, maybe not skulls, maybe that's where we draw the limit, right? Maybe it's like, we can have some, like, arm, arm bones, some leg bones, but maybe, maybe not the skull. I feel like that might be a little bit too personal. Maybe get some props for that. I mean, I wouldn't mind my skull sitting in there after I'm, I've lived my life, of course. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. I think it'd be kind of legendary. Maybe, yeah. I guess, I guess it just all goes back to the respect of the person. If they're with yeah. it, then okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, speaking of pirates, though, they uh, Pirates actually has a ghost named George. <laughs> um. So the story goes that he was a construction worker that was building the ride. And during construction, um, it's unknown if he fell off of a ladder or if he was knocked off by a giant object, but uh, he was ultimately killed during the construction of the ride. So basically in the burning scene of the ride is George's tower that they've essentially like dedicated to him, right? And it's got yeah. uh, his initials. Oh, they attempted to remove them and they always reappear. Oh, interesting. Um, and then upon the ride opening, an older woman was asked to ride the ride and appeared very sad while on the ride, she began sobbing. And as one could guess, that was George's mother. Oh, I know. So sad. They say <clears throat> George is not evil, but more of a mischievous ghost. The myth goes that if cast members do not greet George with a good morning when they come in or a farewell upon closing, things tend to go awry. Those are the days the ride is constantly malfunctioning. There is also activity near the well-known prison dog scene. Um, if you can, you can see the indication by checking the light on his tower. Oh. I love that scene too. So the dog one. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite parts of the ride. I remember that one so vividly too. So, so funny. Cause I immediately, like I saw the image in my head of that part. With the keys in his mouth and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and them just whistling at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, reports of women feeling pats on their head, taps on the shoulder, and even pats on the bum. 
<laughs> to uh, oh turn around gosh. and see nothing. So George is a friendly, maybe, you know, a guy's too guy. friendly. Yeah. 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 Well, it's a good thing he's not like evil. Yeah. And it's just, he's just trying to have fun. He's, don't, don't pat my bum, George. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I've never encountered George. I have not, but I did hear, um, I did hear about the, the, how they had to say good hello and goodbye or things did go, go bad. You'd be, you'd hear like at Magic Kingdom some days, oh, they didn't say hello to George. Things are going wrong today. Oh, okay. I was curious from your point of view, because I obviously didn't work in that park, but. Yeah, you would hear, it would circulate the park. It was kind of funny. You would just know that it was going bad that day because something would break down. Oh, they didn't say hello to George. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, it's so interesting how each park has its own little things. Right? Just little uh, stories that have come up across the years. I mean, who knows what they're even going to have for this time? What kind of urban creepy conspiracy is going to come out of like this part of the 2000s? Seriously. Um, back in the 90s, or like the 70s to the 90s, there was this park called Discovery Island. Mm. Have you heard of it? I have. So it's really interesting. So it started out with like a pirate theme, and then eventually they changed it over to being more of like a bird viewing area. Um, they had over 150 species of exotic birds. Then when they opened up Animal Kingdom in 99, people really stopped going. So they ultimately shut the park down, or at least that's what people conspire is the reason they shut it down. Mm -hmm. Um, And it actually sits in ruins now, and it's still there. Um, And it's very creepy, and you can actually see it on YouTube. Um, There's a YouTuber, Matt Swansa. And he snuck and took a boat out there one time. And this was a few years back. I remember when this happened because he got arrested and his girlfriend was like protesting for him. Um, But he went out there and he was blogging. I want to say he was out there for like two or three days. And yeah, and he was blogging the whole time. And it was just really eerie. It's just this deserted island. And, of course, Disney officials came on site when they saw his boat, and they were searching for him for a long time. And in the videos, there's, like, footage of him, like, oh, they're right there. You know, I'm trying to be quiet. So you can see what it looks like by looking him up. I think I will. Yeah, I'll have to check that out because I'm curious about this. This, I feel like, is what kind of sparked people talking about discovery island again because i remember people were whispering about it recently in the past few years so i guess his youtube uh docuseries of of being there is is reigniting people to kind of to look up discovery island i wonder why they just leave it sitting there because it's wasted space you how cool is it hop on a boat go to an island that's ran by disney and then come back and go go back to your park exploration i know and I mean, I'm surprised that they scrapped it because it's ultimate because this was over in Florida, right? So this yeah. would have been like their version of Tom Sawyer Island, essentially. But oh, that's just, a good point too. I didn't even think about that. So it's kind of it's kind of funny or strange that they decided to scrap it because they could have just changed it into something else a little bit instead of more animal esque. They could have tweaked it and done like a jungle esque island. Yeah. 
Look at me giving Disney ideas. <laughs> we signed those papers. All of Oof. our ideas are theirs. Oof. I guess that still rings true because they still they're still holding on to that little sliver of my soul. <laughs> Um, speaking of other closed Disney parks, we have River Country. So this was another Disney park that mysteriously closed, and it was a water park, actually. I read some creepy pastas about this one. I think so, too. I can't remember if it was this one or Discovery Island. I think I might have read both, honestly, which is why I think I remember about Discovery, because I, I read some creepy pastas. <laughs> yeah, the, people get into that stuff. We should do a creepy pasta episode. We really should, because honestly, some of those stories get me until the end when they tell me they're fake sometimes. I'm yeah. like, oh, no way. And then they're like, this was fake. I'm like, oh, they got me. Yeah, but they're good. I love it. And sometimes I scare myself and I'm like, okay, I got to turn the light on. I can't sleep right now. Right. <laughs> okay. Back to river country. So um, it was a park, a water park that was mysteriously closed and <clears throat> Blogger Shane Perez, he actually snuck onto the grounds of what was formerly known as River Country, and he reported on his findings from there. Um, so he included photos of preserved snakes in jars and baby vultures who were not friendly. Yeah, I saw Ooh. the photos of these. Yeah, it was like, you know, like the jars with the water and like the, the snake was floating around in there. Um, and everything, of course, mind you, is like in these dark abandoned buildings and then there was like a nest of vultures that oh freaky my god jesus yeah so disney was not happy with his presence there <laughs> at all obviously as you can guess they don't want to see him finding baby vultures and snakes and jars um so they threatened to ban him and his friends permanently from disney and all the disney parks um not and what shocking <laughs> as disney does what I read when I did some research on this park is allegedly the music still plays over the loudspeakers there. I've heard that too. Creepy? Ugh. I want, ugh. It, it makes me want to just like sneak it to go investigate, but I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I know. I'm like, why do you guys have all these good like theories and all these abandoned parks if you don't want people to go exploring? Like you're leaving it there to be explored. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can get a little bit lighter with it. What's our next uh, urban legend or creepy conspiracy? Okay, so it is well known that Walt Disney had an apartment above the fire station in Disneyland on Main Street. And when he was there, he would turn on the specific lamp that sat by the window. And that way everyone could see Walt was there. Well, obviously he passed, but the apartment still stays there and it's maintained by a housekeeping team. And there was this particular housekeeper who went in and noticed that the lamp was on. So she just thought something happened, maybe someone bumped it, whatever. She turns it off. She leaves to go get more cleaning supplies or whatever, comes back and the light's on again. So it is believed that Walt still stays there and there have been other people that have reported being in the apartment and hear a whisper in Walt's voice saying, I'm still here. And so, yeah, that's the legend that Walt haunts that apartment and he's still watching over Disneyland. And if you ever see that light on above the fire station, 
while it's there. I like that. That's not so scary. It's almost like it's very heartwarming and it's kind of nice to see that he's still there and kind of watching over the parks and like it's just it's just a nice feel good moment, I think. Yeah, I think Walt is one of those people he just did so much to bring happiness to people and that little touch of magic. So it almost only makes sense that he's still there in spirit. Exactly. It's like his own little preserved bit of magic left in Disney. Yeah. That, like talk that. about leaving a legacy. <laughs> Literally, right? Oh, that's I like that. I I want to leave a legacy like that behind. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but that's cute. I now I have to I have to check that out. I've I've heard this and I knew this, but I, every time I go to the park, I always forget to check. So now I've got to remember check for Walt, check for Walt. Yeah. If we ever go at night, we're gonna have to look for that light. Oh, I love that. I mean, not to be a Debbie Downer, but I am going to um, bring up our last uh, conspiracy urban legend. And it's, you know, a little bit not so nice, but, you know, whatever. Uh, maybe it's more of a warning, if anything. So, <laughs> so the story goes that someone stood up on the Space Mountain ride and was decapitated. Oh, and, mm -hmm. and so the story is a panic guest stood up while riding Space Mountain. He was struck by a low hanging metal ridge and he arrived back to the station with his head missing. That's terrifying. Um, totally. But how does that happen? Because aren't, you, aren't your feet dangling in that ride? Isn't it one where you sit and the straps come over your shoulders? Um, I... I thought you said, I'm trying to remember. I think you sit in like a, now I got to look it up because I really oh, is don't it like a cart. I think so. Yeah. I it's been almost a decade for me, so don't mind me if I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's like a um it's like a spaceship and so it's just like one big thing and it's got I guess you sit by your you sit two people. Oh yeah. yeah. I could have sworn you sat two. Wow, yeah, I is. really don't remember this ride apparently. Okay. You would think that I would remember considering I've ridden the one at Disneyland more uh, more recently, but it's like I, I guess you don't think about it when you get on the ride. You just get on and go. Um, well, yeah, because like, you couldn't be dangling, I guess, with the way that that goes. But, yeah, you're sitting in the cart. So I guess he stood up from from the ride and was decapitated. And people say that this was a debunked theory as well because they say that um, it's a, a story that cast members like to circulate around just whenever they get to ride the ride with the lights on or even when guests get to ride it with the lights on. And it's meant to deter children from standing up in the ride, basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I mean, the safety features prevent that. You would think. And I mean, you said you rode Space Mountain with the lights on, right? Yeah. I so zero out of 10 recommend never do it. It just ruins it for you every other time you're going to ride it. Would you say that this is more likely to like have been a possibility? It's like less far fetched just based on knowing what you know with the way that the ride is kind of like, I mean, maybe he wasn't decapitated, like, but I mean, I, it's a possibility, right? I don't. I believe this just because if that's the case there's something seriously wrong with the safety features of the ride okay so you think if he were to have stood up that something would have stopped immediately it wouldn't have even had that opportunity well you have to have at least a bar over your legs right there's got to be some yeah, sort of there block. is there's something yeah okay so he wouldn't have really been able to stand up okay I see what you're saying but I know that you can get de decapitated because um, when I was talking about Justin Bieber going on that ride and refusing to get off, it's because that part 
where it goes from the end of the ride back to the beginning to pick up the new batch of people that will decapitate you. Ooh. Okay, so. so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then debunked, probably not a true story, but definitely a cautionary tale to deter people from trying to get too wild on that ride because, as Kylie said, it's pretty terrifying it's with the lights e- on. Yeah, and this story is pretty eerie. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? That's where, I mean... He came back without a head. That's the part that kind of it's like, I get that doesn't make sense. But I feel like something, I don't know. I feel like they would have stopped the ride, not just keep going. Like, there's so many safety things on these rides. Did it say what year this happened? uh, I didn't even look into it, actually. Let me click on the... No, there's no year, so mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> probably not. Yeah, ideally speaking, you're probably right. And can you imagine, like, because like I we said when we looked at the way that they sit on the ride, it's either two people next to each other or one person. Like, you think a bunch of people aren't going to be freaking out with a guy without his head. Right. It's not like you're by yourself. So that, yeah, okay, debunked. I don't know. <laughs> I got too crazy with that one. <laughs> See, even I can be swayed sometimes. <laughs> But th- that's the thing, though, working at Disney, you hear all these stories and it's, you know, what do I believe? What do I not believe? Yeah. And it's... you never know. Like, like I said, based on like just kind of thinking about how you had ridden rides or how what we know with the insider backstage stuff, it kind of makes it a little bit more believable. Some of these. Yeah. So you guys have the inside scoop of what we were told while we worked there. <laughs> We should do this again. I want to dig deeper and see, like, I wonder if we could find people who actually um, have heard some stories, some more recent ones in their, like, college program or cast members recently. If any of you guys are listening, definitely hit up our website and let us know so we can hear some of these more recent conspiracy or urban legends that you guys are hearing. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to do another episode, so we'd love to have your submissions. I think it could be fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I love this stuff. I mean, like the creepy, po- I, we definitely have to do a creepy pasta episode mm-hmm. and we can just read those stories. We'll, yeah, we'll just have to read them. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um. Okay. So I found a few quizzes that we can close out with, I think could be fun. Okay. Um, so here's the three we can choose. So there's six distinct types of Disney adults. Here's which one you are. That's the first Ooh. one. Design your villain era and discover which villain tune is your perfect theme song. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then there's a Would You Rather Disney edition, which I, that one's just there. But I feel like the two of the first ones. That's where I'm at, too. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the villain. Okay, we, good. We did kind of a spooky episode, so we'll go with the villains. Okay. <clears throat> that was what I was hoping, too, because I was like, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> All right. First, choose your baddie outfit. And for audio listeners, the first one is a black dress with a fur cheetah leopard jacket. It's very like uptown New York. Yeah. Almost Corella DeVille-esque if you would. Yeah. Um, Second one, jeans and just a tank. Third, 
like gothy, I guess. Goth, yeah. Yeah. Just like a black shirt with um, some flowers on it. And then the third one is a like a velvet velour skirt kind of wraparound thing with a like tube top top esque shirt. I mean, how would you describe that? And like that, but I would also say it gives like a bohemian vibe. Yes. Okay. Oh, so which one to the pick? Your baddie outfit. Okay. So this is like oh, what baddie. I'm going to. Okay. I'm gonna, yeah. Hmm. If I'm going for a baddie vibe, I'm probably going to go with the Cruella de Vil-esque one, I think. I feel like Bohemian's more of my everyday look. We'll dress it up. Okay, that's so interesting, because I was actually going to go Bohemian. I feel like this, this, I don't know, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to stick with that. Something about the free-flowing makes me feel like a badass. Like, I can just, like, with you know, yeah. throw up my skirt and be like, <laughs> out of here okay the next one is choose a color combo we have white and black red and gold blue and black or green and gray Ooh. oh i love blue but i think for a villain i want to go with green and gray i think that's very villainy that's so funny i agree yeah green <laughs> and gray <laughs> all right next question select your layer castle beach house it's a secret location and a swamp hut i'm probably gonna go with the secret location i think so too the only right answer right <laughs> i feel like right like it could be a castle and a secret location that too but what what villain is gonna live in a beach house <laughs> not even ursula wants to live in a beach house i don't think yeah okay, okay. the decorative theme so we have antlers everywhere, iridescence and seashells, dark magic, or skull and bones. I feel like we're going to have the same answer for this one. Dark magic? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love the iridescence and seashells, Ooh. I think that's my antagonist, not antagonist, protagonist vibe, not my antagonist vibe. So we got to go with the dark magic. Well, I feel like you could first you can it says decorate decorate with the dark magic and then you can have the iridescence as like your secondary. You can have both. I guess. I feel like that's more of my princess look though. I feel I feel <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. We're we're going for dark and eerie here. All right. <laughs> Choose a bedroom. So there's like a dark bedroom with uh dark purple and blues, kind of neon-y. It's like your Gen Z bedroom with all the the LED lights. Yeah. <laughs> Second is a very light and breezy beachy room. It's got like the, you know, beach picture with the waves and all the whites and blues. Very uh, nautical. Yeah. Third is a very regal kind of uh, royal bedroom. It's got um, golds and is that like a dark maroon? I think so. Yeah. Very, very regal. And then... The last one, very urban, kind of um, Brooklyn style, uh, just like a basic bed with a lamp and kind of bluish black, uh, what would you say, like basic primary color tones with like some blacks and golds? Yeah, I think Brooklyn was a good description. That's where I feel I'm looking at. Yeah. Like a Brooklyn apartment. Which one are you picking? I think I'm going to have to go with the royal Victorian looking one. Okay. 
I'm going Gen Z. I, I like the LED okay. lights and all that. I'm very, very neon like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is now a kitchen. So the first one is very earthy. You've got some stone structures, lots of pots and pans hanging. Um, the second one, it looks kind of witchy. It's got a lot of like potion jars around and a Victorian window. The third one is very sleek and modern, like very Ikea, minimal stuff on the counter. And then the third one, it's overlooking the ocean. Um, it just looks very simple. Um, I don't even know how you would describe the chairs. They they look like something you'd see at the mall. Yeah, it's kind of got this like bistro type there style inside though, and yeah. kind of overlooking the water. That's a good way to put it, bistro. So what That's are you going chair. for? Oh, see, it's hard. So I think I'm going to go with the the potion one for my villain because typical me would go for the Ikea style one, but that's not my villain. That's not my villain story. That's not the villain arc. I got to go with the potions. I need I need a place to, to create. Same, same, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the living room. So the first one, this one's very, I would say very hippie boho. It's um, got a like a, a hanging, uh, what do you call that? Hammock books, just kind of tapestry stuff going on. Second one is just a dark room with a glowing fireplace. Um, and it also look, Oh, they're enjoying wine in front of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, I thought they were doing spells for a second, but that's probably what I'm doing after I have a couple glasses of wine anyway. <laughs> um, third one is just a couch with like a cactus pillow and just like some plants, just very basic, uh, simple and then the last one is like a family style room it's you can see there's like some kids chairs like a shark chair some toys um it's a lot bigger kind of yeah we're more of a family style home yeah i agree what would you pick oh the fireplace for right? sure like I mean, they're drinking they look like villains <laughs> they look like they're plotting their next like story they're drinking wine i mean exactly definitely going with that one okay so add some artwork for your wall the first one is just a painting of water like the ocean um, the second one is a wall full of mask uh -huh. <laughs> and then the third one uh it's an image of red rock um northern arizona utah vibes um the the canyons, kind of like Zion or Sedona. Um, and then the fourth one is a painting of a war scene. <laughs> so what are you going with, Amber? <laughs> hmm. I feel like the Red Rocks. I'm going to go Red Rocks. Okay. I've been to... What about you? I've been to that side of the planet a couple of times since it's not too far from me. So I have like positive memories with that. So it's not too okay. villainous for me. And then obviously the ocean's so calming. But I really don't like the mask and the war scene. I know. I, I really, so water, water and I are not BFFs, but I don't think it's going to start my villain scene. Whereas I feel like the way that they have this, this kind of red rock looking up, I feel like it's, I don't know, something about it just feels villainy, yeah. but 
I'm creeped out by the masks like you are. I can tell you're creeped out. And yeah. the war scene, <laughs> I mean, both, unless both of those are taking me, even though I've never been there, but I've heard so much about it. The Denver airport, like both of these are making me feel like I'm there and I don't want to yes. be there. You're so right. <laughs> I might just go with the water. Okay. <laughs> We're just yeah, going to go with water. I don't even know what these are. Like, okay. Uh, poison of choice. Coffee, milk, tea, or lemonade. Ooh. So does that mean what we're going to poison others with? Or is it like, our, or maybe it's like what we like to drink. Okay. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with tea. Yeah, I was going to say, this one's tough for me. I do drink a lot of tea, but I do drink some coffee. But I think I drink more tea. And that boba also is reminding me that boba is also a tea. <laughs> tea. Oh, man. The next one. I know. I'm looking at it. Oh. Okay, so villainous snack. We have cookies of evil. <laughs> souls. I mean, soul food. Boiled egg. Or skewers and dip. Mm. First of all, I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, so I want all of it. But I think I'm going to go with soul food. I'm from the South. I like some good soul food, some good Southern food. Count me in all day. Oh, my like sugar addiction is like telling me cookies of evil. But I think I'm going to go with the skewers and dip because you can change that up. Yeah, I was like, skewers a dip? That sounds actually really good. <laughs> okay, your minion of evil. A horse, a cat, koi fish, or a lizard? Koi fish? Koi fish? They're like the <laughs> most nice fish ever. Oh, okay, uh, I'm going with cat because I'm a hardcore cat lover. What say you? I think... Yeah, I'm going to go with horse. I'm just going to switch it up. Oh, that's I, different. I haven't been around too many horses, but I just cannot click with cats. They don't like me. I don't <laughs> understand them. So I'm going to go with a horse. And a lizard feels aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind lizards. Actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, during our DCP, we were all at somebody's apartment one time and... A lizard got in and I remember this girl from Texas so she was like the southern belle of the group on the couch screaming her head off and I'm like it's fine and here I am the Arizona girl I'm like somebody get me two cups <laughs> and so I just grabbed two cups caught it and took it outside what was she freaking out about it's not like even the lizards are the ones to be worried about and she's from Texas yeah she has way worse <laughs> things to be afraid of that's what I was thinking. I was so confused by it. But yeah, we got the lizard out. If it was like a rat or a roach, different story. But I was, was just, just a lizard. Say, no, I was just going to say too, because when my mom lived in San Antonio, she said that the roaches were the problem. Mm -hmm. And they and they're bigger than lizards. So I can't imagine her being afraid of a lizard when you had cockroaches that were like, I don't know, the size of like a normal cell phone now. They're that big? They were big, some of them. Oh my gosh. No, thank you. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> shout out to Texas. <laughs> okay, last question. Choose a, or last choice. Uh, choose a diabolical destination. Paris, a half underwater hotel. 
the deep south US. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, a safari. I mean, honestly, the deep south is diabolical, y'all. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going back. Uh you can't make me. <laughs> hmm. I kind of want to go for the half underwater hotel. Okay. I just, I have this like fear of drowning or just like not being able to breathe with the whole water thing. I'm going to go Paris because I really don't want to get eaten by the lions in the safari. I'm not trying to drown and you can't pay me to go back to the South. <laughs> Ooh. So your layers in <clears throat> Paris. My layers in, and I can speak a little bit. <gasps> we have listeners in France too. So shout you know. out France. Bonjour. And Canada. Bonjour. Oh my gosh. So we got the same result. Shocker. Do you want to read it? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> so our song is Be Prepared from the Lion King. You should watch your back while still enjoying your villain era, of course. Sips tea. <laughs> <laughs> how, do you sounds... feel, how do you feel about that? I feel like that's pretty accurate. I, I could get that. You know, it's funny. So yesterday at work and the listeners don't know what I do. I am essentially an event and marketing person for a homeowners association. And we had a grand opening for one of our parks that just opened and the play structure for the kids is dinosaur themed. Mm -hmm. And the main little feature there is a climbing structure that's shaped like the skeleton of a dinosaur. And not everyone's happy about it. They would rather the traditional, even though there's 20 parks that have that already. I was saying, literally last night, I was saying, like, if I had that when I was a kid, I would be up in that. Like, that would be my cave. You mm -hmm. have to have the password to come in. Like, I'd be having so much fun in that. And th that's the song I was thinking, like, just <laughs> climbing on it, singing Be Prepared. Oh, my God. That's so it, it ends up that this was pretty accurate. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Yeah. And Scar, he's hiding behind the green smoke in this. Oh, just, yeah. We, we picked green. We sure did. It just feels right. Yeah. I, I, I do like that song. I don't like Scar, but I like that song. Yeah. I, I like the picture, though. He definitely looks like he's he's ready to do something. But yeah. But was was Scar the actual villain? I think he was in this situation. He yeah. killed his brother. He, he, he can't pretty, come back. He was pretty evil. We do. We want to do a villain um, discussion, maybe a watch party. We want to see if some of the villains were actually, you know, mistreated or uh, misrepresented based on their stories. Scar, unfortunately, I don't think he's going to make the cut on that one. You can't kill your brother and then, you know. You no. can't come back from that. <laughs> but we definitely should do a little deep dive. Maybe we'll do some YouTube videos, so some bonus content on that. Yeah. So if anyone has any ideas of any good, you know, villain arcs or villain stories that we should rewatch, let us know. Comment here, Instagram, wherever, um, and let us know what your thoughts are. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week. Um if you don't mind subscribing so you can catch us every week when we drop our episodes on Tuesdays, it's already downloaded to your device. And if you could give us a rating and a review and follow us on social media, we're two finger point podcast and the number two is spelled out TWO. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can connect with us on Instagram and TikTok by following Two Finger Point Podcast. That's the number two spelled out, T-W-O, Finger Point Podcast. If you'd like to hear your story, have a question, or even be a guest on the podcast, visit twofingerpointpodcast.com and click on our contact page. We'll see you next week for Two Finger Point Tuesday, but until then, have a magical day.